Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The thousand-year-old chestburster. All this and more on this episode of... Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. Welcome, welcome, come on in, sit down. I want you to do five junking, jump, junking jack? What's a junking jack? I don't fucking know. Eating junk food while jumping in the air. I, I don't gonna, recommend it. It sounds like you're going to throw up. I thought you were like doing straight heroin because they called heroin junk. Don't Good. do that. Don't do five junking jacks. Do five jumping jacks. Here we are. This is Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. I am your wonderful, charismatic, riz-tastic, and benevolent, ambitious, and ostentatious co-host. Host. host. <laughs> you had to catch yourself host, there, didn't you? Logan Vogue, uh, today by my small, simple-minded, sanitary, situational friend. I, I'm sorry, situational? Situational. What the hell does that mean? Guest host, Charles Witherspoon. Co-host, I'm not missing that. Uh-huh. What's up, Chuck? Apparently, I'm situational. You're situational. What the... So, what, I'm only a friend when it's... <laughs> You're only my friend when I need to talk to you at work, when I want you to come over and hang out with me, when I want you to go and do stuff with me, and when you have to come over and record. So, all the fucking time. All the fucking time. You're a situational <laughs> friend. And the situation is ongoing. And the situation is always... <laughs> This is Godzilla, Godzilla Destroyal Podcast, the podcast where two enthusiasts talk about a certain kaiju, the facts and stats, and break them down the kaiju hacks. I don't know. They rhymed. It's something. It's something. Chuck, today, Chucky, Chucky, quack, On quack. this day of, I don't know the date. Uh, February 24th, uh, yeah, 2014. Yeah, yeah. Stardate February. Stardate February. Uh, I haven't really ever watched Star Trek. Star Trek was not my thing. I saw the movies. I've seen a episode here and there. I had no idea what was going on. New Generation time. or with or with uh, the other guy. I don't the old one or the or the nineties one or Deep Space Nine. I actually don't know. None of them was with uh, Professor X. That's that New guy. Generation. Yeah, none of them was with that guy. Okay, so I'm assuming older. Probably older than I've never seen any of the old ones. I saw a couple of the newer of the nineties ones. Yeah, no, Star Trek, not my bag of beans. Yeah, my mom liked them, I think, back in the day, but that's all I can remember about it. All right. People are like, don't fucking talk about Star Trek on this Godzilla. Po- I know, I'm sorry. A thousand <laughs> pardons. I don't know how that came about. We get sidetracked easily. You know this. Whatever. This is your first episode. Welcome. Thank you for listening. This is the Mudo episode. Uh, so we had a fan poll, Charles. <clears throat> yeah, we did. And I'm a little upset by our fans on this fan poll. And why is that? Because, so the options, Charles, were... The Mudos. Were, so it was Manila, it was Mogura, it was the Mudos, and it was 
Gypsy Danger. Gypsy Danger only got like four votes. Really? <laughs> yeah, the Pacific, people have been asking for Pacific Rim Gypsy Danger, <laughs> and, and we got four, four votes. I'm like, Gypsy Danger has been on the poll like four. Gypsy Danger has been on like every poll we've done. I think we only done like four or five polls. I think Gypsy was on every one of them. I maybe Pacific Rim. Homeboy has never won. Even if you combined all his votes, he's not gonna win. Maybe he's not as popular as we thought he was. That's wild. I'm so surprised Gypsy has not come close. He's gotten last or third every time. So what I was what upset about is. We got to each pick two for the poll, you and I. Yeah. And my choices were just to troll you, because who do you hate most? Uh, Manila. You hate Manila. And you don't like the fact that Mogira in canon is stronger than Mechagodzilla. You know, for that simple fact alone, I probably hate Mogira a little more. I just hate Manila's design more. So I was like, all right, the fans know what's up. They know I want to troll you, and I, <laughs> they're, they're going to have my back. No. They saw the Mudo on there because you you brought up Mudo and Gypsy Danger, and they were just like frothing at the mouth for Mudo. <laughs> and even I tried to sabotage it a little bit. I went and commented, "Hey y'all, if everyone if everyone who voted for Manila vote for Mogira instead, Mogira instead, Mogira Mogira wins, and we can cr- we control Chuck." And people are like, "Nah, we want the Mudo episode." <laughs> so I'm a little upset. They're on my side now. Yeah, I'm I'm the little I'm the little little sidekick now apparently so this yeah, is your probably sh- why you almost called yourself a co-host today shut your fucking <laughs> mouth i hate i hate everything about you that's your fault Ugh. So I'm, th- I'm that picture of the dinosaur stabbing you in the neck with his thumb that's <laughs> There's no context for them logan showed me a photo um at work the other day of how he feels whenever i frustrate him and it's just two dinosaurs wrestling with one i'm just jabbing the other in the neck with his thumb yeah, and I'm like, that's me. I just want to jab you in the neck with my thumb when you upset me. I know how to. I know how to get under his skin every now and then, or just generally. You, annoy it's just him. more of your like. You know how to frustrate me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm a frustrating person every you now. You really then. are, and you don't mean to do it half the time. I'm just like, no, I don't. Because you know, socially inept a lot of the time. You know what's happening when I just stare blankly at you for like four to five yeah, seconds. I need the social cue to know when to stop. And I'm just staring at you, and you're like, oh, I'm like, yeah. My guy. Like anytime I ramble on about Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh my god. You just get that We're not stare. <laughs> there's there's a couple rules. I'm not allowed to talk about Gundam and you're not allowed to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. Alright. I never said you couldn't talk about Gundam. It's fascinating. Rules. It's the rules we have to talk set for yourself for ourselves, otherwise the whole episode's gonna be about that. Oh, okay. You mean just on here. Yes. So I can talk ear off about it later. No, God no. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking road trip. Hey, Yu-Gi-Oh! and this and I'm like I don't care. I, I zoned out 48 minutes ago. And it's a card game with a reference to everything. I, I, we're not talking about this. Fair, fair. We're not. To the Mudos, then. Or actually, no. To our comment. I don't even want to be here anymore, Charles. Oh, too bad. The we're Yu-Gi-Oh here. ruined it for me. <laughs> All right. We do it for the fans. We got some reviews. If you want to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read them on the air. I don't know what I'm doing my voice. I'm sorry. I have a weird energy. Um, I went down to get Jersey Mike's, and it was delicious, but I had to, like, wait a while because it just opened. So, I'm just like... The, hey. That's the sandwich place you're talking yeah, about, Yeah, I right? love sandwiches, bro. Like, sandwiches are, like, my top three favorite food. <laughs> I shit you not. Someone uh, at my other job told me they went there the same day you did, and that it was still packed all day. how they know I went there? No, I told them that you had also said you went Why there. Why are you day. talking to me about to your coworkers at this other job I don't work at? Busy you used to work there? like nine years ago i mentioned you like once yeah i don't thing. keep my name out your motherfucking mouth <laughs> all right all right so one. uh 
again, review Apple Podcasts. Leave it five star. I'll read it on the air. We have from Iron Texan. Where do you think he's from, Chuck? I'm assuming Texas. No, he's from the Iron Islands, actually. Game of Thrones. All right. He he or they uh, say great podcast. Amazing chemistry between Chuck and Logan. Again, it's Logan and Chuck. Charles and Logan is acceptable. But if it's Chuck, it has to be Logan and Chuck. Guys, get it together. Anyway, thank you for I didn't review. know there was an order of operations I, I wrote it. I broke that down like six episodes ago. Like, if you say Charles and Logan, it sounds fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. But if it's Chuck, if you abbreviate to Chuck, it has to be Logan and Chuck. I disagree. Chuck and Logan rolls out the tongue better. But Logan and... No, but Logan has to be first in one of them. That's your preferred preference? You shut your fucking mouth. All right. Oh, someone did comment, like, you guys swear so much. How is this labeled clean? I'm like, it's not. It's labeled explicit. Like... The first yeah, everybody, episodes we had this problem like early, early on, like first year, and like those first three episodes, four episodes, maybe labeled as clean, but the rest have been explicit. So <laughs> yeah, I'm dropping the fucks. Here they are, every one of them. All right, let's get back to this goddamn <laughs> review. It makes my nights at the German car mill BMW word up fly by, and definitely rekindle my love for Godzilla to the point I have bought so much merch and so many video games, which is funny. Because my love for Godzilla started with Godzilla Destruction. And here I am now binging the movies, shows, and all y'all's episodes. So far, Kiryu and Legendary Godzilla are my favorites. Thank you so much for the review. Here we have 1995 Goji. You were born, Charles. Congrats. What? You were born 95, weren't you? No. When were you born? 92. You're so old. So old, you old man. Stop reminding me. This is perfect. Five stars. Love this podcast. And you go over Kaiju. And you guys have amazing comedy. Which is interesting. I don't think of us as comedians or having comedy. I just rip on you for 40 to 60 minutes and people like that. Honestly, a lot of comedians just ripping on things for comedy. So that sounds about right. Sure. Sure. All right. Thank you so much for the review. We have uh, Wandsburg, US. Where do you think he's from, Chuck? Or they're from? I'm assuming wherever you just said. I don't know. Team Logan. Kind of. Okay. I haven't, I haven't read this one. Wait, is it Team Logan kind of? The, the head, headline is Team Logan kind of. Okay, five stars. I have not read this. I'm not sure if I can, if I want to read all this or not. My ego. All right, here we go. This may be the best thing known to humanity. You are really good, and I wish you... I wish there was more content creators like you around. Also, the reason for the title is because I disagree with Logan on one thing. I like Heisei era more than Showa. That's fine. Yes! I don't care. That's fine. You can still be Team Logan and be, and be Team Showa or Team Heisei. I don't care. As long as you're Team Logan in the end. <laughs> um, uh, but Logan, you got to admit the Heisei design is way cooler than Showa. All right. Design is cooler, sure, but I like the Showa more because he looks derpy and has googly eyes. What's not to love about that? He's a big, <laughs> the big dumb puppy. Um, way cooler, especially the Son of Godzilla. The Son of Godzilla suit is, is fucking jacked. Anyways, keep up the great work and thank God for Godzilla. Wait, 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 Son of Godzilla or Manila? Uh, the the suit from Son of Godzilla was kind of jacked. Go rewatch it. The suit's jacked as fuck, bro. Hmm. Um, P.S. Chuck, did you know goats are ancestors to cows? Only difference is cows do a legitimate workout? I don't... Is it because they're beefy? Maybe that's where he's going with that. I don't know. P.P.P.S.S. Can you please do Mogira? Or Mogira? You should have voted. Should have voted! I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so <laughs> Just bad. Just to troll me. Oh my god. All right. This. Fuck Mogura. Yeah, you. You are Mogura. 
No, we All will right. not say that. This is from uh, Coyote Kaiju. From one word to two others, five stars. Hey there, I recently started listening to Ga- Destroy All Podcasts. That's us. Hey. And I'm absolutely obsessed. I'm a huge Godzilla fanatic and a super fan, according to your first episode. Haha. I adore finding creators that genuinely care about the series. And your banter and side conversations about other topics really bring life to your show. You're both hilarious and can't wait to see more content from you, too. Hey, word up. Uh, we do good. I do good. We do good. Mm-hmm. I do great. You do well. <laughs> you never let me have any. No, I love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. I'm sorry. I give you a lot of shit, but I love you. You do. I understand. It's fun. All right. Uh, <laughs> I put a little comment on the Instagram and the, the Discord. Did you see that, Chuck? I, you did. Did you did you see any of them? Uh, looks like you said Mogro one. Nah, I'm sorry, Muto one. Wow. Now now it doesn't know words about butts. Yeah, we're we're both screwing up today. All right, I said, well, Muto won the poll. So you know the drill. Later today, we'll be recording our episode on this four legged kaiju. I guess telling like six legged, but like he's got four big stompy got, legs. He walks I think he's on. got eight limbs. Telling like all right, so the mom has like eight. But, like, you see the walking on all fours. I meant, like, walking on all fours. Yeah, they, which, they surprisingly, on no fours. one called me out on. Which is fascinating. They're just like, no, we're going to go with Logan on this one. So, yeah, he's got four legs, and he's got four arms. We'll go with that. That's how I see it. Because his little grabby arms. I'm imagining, like, Goro from Mortal Kombat with just two extra legs now. But not, like, centaur body-ish. Dude, that'd be fucking... He's just got, like, hell. spider leg syndrome going on. as hell. Tell us your thoughts on them, and we'll read some on the show. Uh, go and pick a couple from the Discord. We got from Random User. Hey. Uh, this is one of my favorite designs. I love how it's a mix of bug and mammal-like attributes. I just wish they had an actual range to detect. That would have actually been cool. But it is cool how they were able to weaken Godzilla's atomic breath. Also, with we saw a live-action Mudo Prime. I'm assuming that's from the show they're doing now, recently? Yeah, I haven't watched the show yet. I don't have, Neither have, I don't I. have Apple TV. I do not either. Um, I was actually talking to our friend Everett about it. He's like, he's not a Godzilla fan at all, but he watched that show and he's like in love with it. He's like, you got to fucking watch it. Like, then give me your Apple Plus sign in. <laughs> yeah, let us steal your account. <laughs> let me, we used to steal your internet when we were neighbors. Let me steal your fucking Apple TV. Is that where we got our internet? <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Like, he lived in the building next. He lived in the, the apartment <laughs> next to us. So when we had internet, I would just pay him the internet. Like, hey, let us hop on your internet. Here's half. Oh, the that's pay. not stealing or forgiving him money. That it's technically stealing, but yeah, he's he's renting his internet. Yes, we were subletting his internet from the next door <laughs> apartment. So yeah, uh, apparently it's a really good show. So, well, if I ever get Apple Video, I, my Apple TV, Apple TV, I'll have to watch it. All right, is that all the comment? Yeah, that's all that okay. one. Uh, let me just do a quick two banger. Two th- I'll do three here on the Instagram real quickly. We'll do a couple more on the Discord, all right? No problem. Here we go. From Honcho Collects. Very underrated kaiju. Great original design. And that EMP power is very interesting. I hope we see more Mudo Prime on the big screen. I hope we get to see Mudo Prime, Mudo Prime on the big screen one day. From Alex Cruz. Origin- good original monster to kick off the MonsterVerse. He's excited. He's hyped. I was so hyped for the movie when I first saw the trailer. Uh, and then from just my cats and me, uh, it's okay, but I wish I wish they hadn't you. I wish they hadn't used something new to kick off the MonsterVerse. So you would have preferred something old. I I'm in that same boat. I'm in the same boat. I would have wished to see something, but yeah, introducing new fans. But it's also it's ten years now. I think I'm. Yeah, I think Godzilla is the old thing in that movie. I think I'm over it. Yeah. You know, it's fine. It is what it is. 
All right, hit us with some Discord. Uh, let's see here. From Geigenfan underscore 1972. Yes, finally the Mutos. I've been waiting ages for this, and I definitely want to learn more about these four-legged beasts. Really excited for the episode. So I agree with you as a four-legged beast. Hell yeah. Uh, from Blue, design-wise, they're cool. I really dig the design, and they remind me of the bugs from Starship Troopers. Yes. Oh, yeah, Very they do. So. The, even the head shape, kind of, yeah. Yeah. With the female Muto. That's two days in a row we've discussed Starship Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we bring that up yesterday? Because uh, I think we're talking about the Helldivers video game that came out. All right. Uh, the red slit eyes are sick and give them a lot of charm. Story-wise, they're, they're just kind of there. They could have contributed more to the overall story of the MonsterVerse, but in the actual movie, they do their job well. Yeah, they do pretty good. Uh, from Bad Sir Yeti, wasn't my f- ideal first kaiju for Godzilla to fight on his big Hollywood return, but seeing that they were to have him straight up kill Muto for the conclusion, I'll take that rather than him killing off a more established kaiju, which I think I would have been upset about if they killed off an established one as well. So I think it's probably better they went with something new that they could throw away. Yeah, I think that's that's. That's a fair insight. I, yeah. That's respectful. Because it's like, hey, it's Gigan, and then you get one movie, and he's dead. Yeah, that, that's a well-known kaiju. Right. You can't kill that immediately. Yeah, unless it's like a later movie in the franchise. You can kind of accept it, because then you know the status <clears> quo. <throat> oh, he's going to show up and kill a kaiju. So yeah, if, they, this, if they like brought back like Anguirus and killed him, I'd have been upset. Oh, I'd have cried. I'd have been very upset. Yeah. Or Baragon. Poor Baragon. <laughs> Dude, I think, I think the fans would have rioted. Yeah. Holy shit. Can't kill the best boy. Sweet. Well, I mean, they did kill the best boy. You can't kill him immediately again. <laughs> um, this is my favorite comment so far. I'm not even lying. Uh, from Sue Wave, the Mudos are pretty nice once you get to know them. <laughs> 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 I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, all right, and then uh, we read uh go up to David S O or O S double O eight. That's a pretty good comment. <clears throat> all right. As the first antagonist monster for the return of Godzilla in an American release, kind of lackluster, but overall an interesting design. I'd like to... I did like. I did like the sexual dimorphism aspect of the Mudo. So I'm assuming means male and female differences. Yeah, how they look different. Yeah, like how some creatures in the wild have like different characteristics for yeah, male like and fish female. and bugs and birds and shit. Yeah. We Lions. rarely get male and female counterparts to kaiju, so... Having that on screen and being different really adds some diversity. I remember seeing this movie in theaters and being young, I thought originally it was supposed to be some weird four-legged mix of a less spiky Gaiken with the hooked front legs and almost visor-like eyes and beak. I can see that from a young person's perspective. Also, I'm sorry for starting to lose my voice near the yeah, end I there. It. I hated every second of that last sentence that you yeah, wrote. Sorry, I started to get a frog in my throat. But yeah, I can see the Geigen like features if you tweak it a little bit. Like make it not hunched over, just standing I, I can up. See the, I can see the reasoning. Yeah. Um, And then last one, Uh, we got a new commenter in the Discord, so I'll read this one. From the RR Phoenix. I really like the sound design these guys had in the movie. Yeah, like the fucking the Foley cl- artist is really cool. The clicking. The clicking, and then like, like yeah, I just, I love Foley. Like, dude, if there was like a, a career I could have maybe tried to get, gotten into when I was younger, 
And I know if I'd known it exists, Foley artists, Foley artists, like it's like really cool. You just kind of like stomp around in mud and like squish potatoes and you make sounds and like, hey, that's- yeah, it's like just the guys who take random crap together and see what sounds it makes and see if it works. Yeah, put it in a movie. Yeah. It's yeah. like, dude, like that sounds like legit. I've seen fun. videos of like people doing that and a lot of like gun sounds are, like r- rubber bands or balloons or something. Yeah. Shit. It's like really cool. On how, like, just the simplest things are, like, these iconic sounds. Um, the comic continues, legitimately scared the shit out of me. The Mutos made this movie border the hor- borderline horror, which we've discussed yeah, the in the final past. fight being really dark kind of made it horror-ish. God, the movie's so fucking dark, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's so dark. Uh, you gotta have a 4K TV to tell what's going on. Some, um, like, some, I don't know, I've been seeing clips of it. I don't know where it came from. I'm sure our fans can let us know where it came from, but, like, there's dig- people have digitally brightened the the scenes in San Francisco, so it's actually like viewable. Yeah, and it's like fascinating. I can actually see the movie for the first time. Kind of, <laughs> it feels like uh, maybe because we didn't watch the Blu-ray, we watched the DVD. No, I have no. I, I don't. I uh, I, I watched watch it DVD. on Max, so whatever that is. And then we saw it in theaters. Remember in theaters, it was dark too. Yeah, and that was IMAX. Yeah. So, I'm guessing they were going for a dark ambience, but I think they went too dark. Well, also, it was dark because the fucking EMP happened. Yeah. Sure. I get why that's dark, but also, it's just... You don't, like, don't got to make it hard to see, though, yeah. All right. So, we're going to get into the Mudos themselves. All right? Yeah. I, I looked this up. I wanted just a little tidbit of information I found for myself. It's from Reddit, the, the source. So... Who knows? It it might not be a hundred percent accurate, but it's probably pretty close. Some nerd like with a stopwatch. I wanted to see what the the screen time was for each monster, because it's like Godzilla's not on screen a ton in this movie, and the Mudos feel like they get a way more screen time. So I this guy timed it, and here's the results: Godzilla on Godzilla 2014 gets nine minutes twenty nine seconds of runtime on the screen. Which is about average for a Godzilla movie. I mean, some Godzilla movies like. Uh, <laughs> Like, there's there's a couple here where it's, like, almost 30 minutes. Like, there's a whole list of all the breakdowns of all the Godzilla uh-huh. screen time. Some of them almost 30 minutes. The male Mudo, Mudo has 6 minutes, 48 seconds. The female Mudo has 7 minutes, 22 seconds. So, combined, and some of that's on the screen at the same time. Right. Mudos have more combined screen time than Godzilla. Like, they, they have, what, roughly, like, 12 to 15 minutes total to combine? Well, what's, what's 12 and 6 put together, Charles? Well, I'm taking a, 13. into account when they're both you on screen. You had the 48 and the 22. About well, for, for subtracting so, when they're both on screen at the same about time. about 14 minutes, my guy. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear me, but I'm growling at him. Yep. Yep. They probably didn't hear anything we both said because I was talking over and you were talking over me. Because <laughs> I wanted to make you feel bad about yourself. I will never feel that about job. myself. I am very self-confident. Okay, to a fault. All right, so yeah, just a, a fun fact there that the Mudos combined have more screen time than Godzilla. I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to look that up. I found it. So that means it was a Mudo movie. It was a Mudo movie, baby. That's why people love this. People were like feral for this fucking fucking <laughs> episode. So how much of a landslide was that vote? I didn't check the scale. Uh, I so I cut the voting off on Thursday. It's now Saturday. Um, but as of Today, because the voting poll is still technically open, Manila had 11, Mogura had 18, Mudo had 24, Gypsy Danger with 4. At one point, it was Mudo at like 21, and Mogura and Manila both had like 10. No, so it was basically It was a landslide. landslide for a while. I don't know when the extra Mogura votes came in. It might have been post-Thursday when I said the voting was closed. Gotcha. But, yeah. All right, so Chuck... Describe to me in great detail how each Mudo looks. If I don't, I've never seen this movie before. 
what they look like. Look All like. right, we'll start with the male. So the male is uh the smaller of the two. He is uh the one with the wings. The wings look kind of bat and moth-like in design. And uh their eyes like we've read in one of our comments earlier, they have like visor looking like eyes. Um it doesn't go like across the face, but like it goes from like their their eye and like sleeks back a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it's like a slit. Like yeah, it's like a slit, and it's all like glow, and both of them glow red. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like a narrow, They're very hard, angular. Yeah, very angular, sharp, cornery kind of looking. Yeah, very boxy looking heads, but good design still for what they were. And they have multiple sets of limbs. Uh, They're very gray. Yeah, they look. They kind of remind me of like having like shark skin or like rhino skin or elephant skin. Or elephant skin. Just not as wrinkly, but more smooth. Or like the skin of a gray wrapped car. Oh. I was just trying to name other gray things. I'm sorry. I'm fucking with you. Keep going, bud. It's like smooth gray blackish skin. Yeah. Look at that picture of them now. Like, I just. They're kind of bug like and they're very angular. Like, it, their design doesn't. Anatomy wise, doesn't make a lot of sense to my brain. It is very, it is very Starship Trooper in their shape and shit. Like, yeah, like their their mouths and stuff like hooks like the beetle monsters from Starship. Star, well, and the way their Starship legs are, Troopers, the way their legs I can't are. Talk anymore. Yeah, uh, and then the 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 female one is just bigger with no wings and a bigger head. Yeah, and, and larger front arms. Yes. Uh, whereas the male didn't have very big front arms. He had smaller frontal limbs, but the female like. She's like a Hulk type version of it. Like she's got big front arm. Yeah, so she has like the four stompy legs and then four other smaller little handy arms. Yeah, so she can grab you and then just throw a bunch of little jabs. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking maybe it was something to do with like holding on to like the eggs of the babies or something like that. Yeah, probably. I'm guessing. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of an animal that Imagine if a kangaroo had another set of small arms to hang under the Joe. Yeah, instead of a pouch, pouch it's just got arms down I there. Yes, I don't. I don't like that's that. Not, no, that that sounds, makes me uncomfortable. That sounds like a body horror I movie. <laughs> I don't like that. All right. Uh, let. Uh, what's the What's the height of this of these big people of these big things? Yeah, we can get into their height and weight. Uh, the height for the male is two hundred feet, uh, so about sixty-one meters. Sure. The female is three hundred feet, or about ninety-one meters. Okay. Uh, their weight is actually fairly different. The male is only 15,000 metric tons, whereas the female is 60,000 metric tons. Those are some really big arms. Yeah, that's the, that's the size. Also, she is sizably larger than him. She's like at least twice his size. Well, weight wise, more than twice. Yeah, she's much more bulky as well. Yeah. Uh, right. I don't know what the wingspan on the male is. I am unsure. I didn't look that up. Um... I don't want to look that up. <laughs> I didn't look it up. I don't want to look it up. Fair it's, enough. It's probably around 200, I'm guessing. I don't know. Usually I, it's, it's nowhere near the same as Mothra's. Nothing's, nothing's as good as Mothra's. Her wings are beautiful. Hey, what does Mudo stand for, my guy? Mudo stands for Massive Unidentified Terrestrial Organism. There you go. I'm, I'm looking at it, and you're trying to do it from memory. I, I, <laughs> it's impressive. Took me a second, but I slowly remembered each acronym. All right, so I looked up uh, when I was doing research. I found this video, and it was like the video of the life cycle of the Mudo. Um, I forgot 
the well, video while was... you're Roger, I remember real quick. The male Muto was designated Hawk Muto, while the female was designated Femme Muto. Yes. That's how we know the difference in name. So the video kind of went into more of the comic books and explained the life cycle of the Muto really a little bit. So I want to do that from the top of my head because I don't have the video up yeah, right now. Yeah, go ahead. So basically, as, as we know in canon of the movie, uh, the Muto Prime laid its eggs inside of Dagon, which is another Godzilla-type monster from like the 10th or 11th century. Was that his? Was that Godzilla's dad or just a relative? It was... At least the same species. I don't know right. if it was his dad or his uncle or his cousin. Twice we don't know the relation, just that they're I don't similar. Know. Species. I don't know if Godzilla has a family tree. I don't know. Someone's got to look into that. Look, at, ask Adam Wingard or whoever. I'm gonna look into that. Okay, I'll find out. So basically, they they ate the the radioactive core of Dagon and incubated for like a thousand years, right? Until he's like nothing but bones. Hence, we see that in the movie. And then they were both little egg cocoon motherfuckers and then the male broke free and this is also getting in the movie we saw this and then he has to go and eat some more radioactivity so he can like grow his wings yeah so he can go to another cocoon form so there's like two cocoon forms for the man uh we don't know what the larval form looks like when he's crawling around before he eats the radio yeah we never got to see it but we do know it was tunneling underground so it could at least burrow so he's gathering like the energy of the radioactive stuff while the mama is Tenley also sister. Weird, but bugs. Mm. Hey, bugs. This animal Kingdom's weird. weird. Animal Kingdom's weird. Like they bu- bugs and animals do that shit. Yeah. So. Uh, that one is like growing bigger, and then it does eventually come out. And then ideally, the male Mudo brings more radioactivity to the mom, so she can use that to feed the eggs that she's going to lay, because they feed off radioactivity energy. Uh, and then eventually they would all hatch and basically terraform the earth yeah which is wild that they're like Like they're from the earth and they have to terraform it yeah um actually this sounds like a reference to the 1998 godzilla movie where that one just reproduced asexually and have like a shit ton of eggs i literally described a male and a female muto and their whole point is to try to bang and lay eggs, though. So there's not yeah, a lot well, of asexual. I'm referring to, like, just a swarm of babies taking over the planet. I s- okay, fine. Circle circle gets the square, Charles. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. I get it. I'll take partial credit. Okay. Congratulations, bud. Um, so then their whole thing is to terraform the Earth. And then they have to, like, there is this weird, like, there's the guy theorized from the comic books that there's, like, a civil war of Mudos. Once there's so many to make to figure out who's the new Mudo Prime, because there's only allowed to be one Mudo Prime, and that's the one that like lays the eggs inside of another Godzilla monster to create like a a mating pair. I don't know if the other eggs that were hatched are mating capable or not. That is a good question. The video didn't really go into that. Um, But yeah, basically, also he went into like this hierarchy of how like there's another stage called Queen Mudos, which is what we saw in the Godzilla King of the Monsters when that Mudo came by and bowed. uh, Another one, yeah, yeah. So like the battle between the Mudo, like the last one standing becomes Mudo Prime, which is weird to be like we have to like terraform the Earth and we're gonna kill each other to make one really strong one to start over again. That sounds like nature taking its course with population control. Damn nature, you scary. (laughs) That old Family Guy. Yeah. So yeah. I, I watched a video on that, and I'm like, this is interesting, because we don't read the comic books a lot. No, we really don't. So it was, it was interesting to see, like, the Mudo Prime stuff with that, and, like, it did go into, like, how Mudo Prime, Prime got wrecked by Godzilla. 
Yeah, which was kind of cool. Although so that. the the the, uh, the comics did also explain why Godzilla's dorsal plate, plates look different in the new movie. Little right? Prime, Little Prime, Prime blew screech. them off. The, yeah. So he had to regrow them, and they came back his more traditional look. So the way Godzilla in the comic books killed Mudo Prime was, like, he put him on his back and then did, like, a really strong atomic blast through his spikes. Yeah, so they were all broke, and it just, like, an un- unrelenting blast of energy through so his So then spikes. when he fell to the ground all hurt, Godzilla just stomped on his head. <laughs> it was like, hell yeah, dude. Curb stomped the Mudo Prime. So. No big deal. That's a light Mudo Prime episode. Unless he shows up in the movies, we we don't really do comic books or video games, so we mostly focus on movies and yeah. TV shows. I think we made an exception for this one since there's more info about the Mudos in the comics than the actual movie. Yeah, so there you go. There's a, a an abridged Mudo Prime episode also. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> there you go. She had a short comic episode. <laughs> All right. Fact or abilities of the Mudo that we see in the movie. Uh, Well, as we know, they have their electromagnetic pulse. Which not only shuts down electronics like any pulse would, also weakens Godzilla's atomic breath because it needs an ele- a bioelectromagnetic trigger to go off. Yeah, which is interesting. Also, like by that theory, the heart uses electricity to beat. Yeah, I wonder if if it would be able to like if it was strong to like because it's so big, would it stop the heartbeats of humans? It doesn't on screen, but like yeah. if using that same line of thought. To weaken the atomic breath, could it just flatline animals around it? Humans? That you know, that I think that's a continuity error there. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Well no, see that makes sense to me because if you actually think about it in that movie, like in the later movies, Godzilla has way more stamina, but when he's fighting the Mudos, he has to take a breath uh, several times. Because the EMP weakens them. Yeah, so that would make sense. So why didn't the humans just kinda drop? Yeah, or like if it's weakening something that big, why isn't everything else just dying? Right, because like even the jets when they're coming in to shoot Mudo and the EMP goes off, those are supposed to be like EMP resistant jets. And they still get yeah, they just go wiped. down. So uh, yeah, it's th- something they missed. There. It's an interesting question. I don't know. I'm not saying they missed it. Maybe maybe they didn't think about it. Maybe they didn't think about it. maybe maybe our line of reasoning is off and thinking. I don't know. No, but just Logan, think about we're it. Never though. wrong. Think about it. What? So we're never wrong, Logan. No, I'm wrong all the time, dude. <laughs> I just I'm we wrong are all the time. We're very fallible. I'm very fallible. I'm wrong all the time, and I'll admit it. But then I move on really quickly, and I want you to forget about it. That's how I do with my <laughs> being just, wrong. Whenever you're wrong, you just gla- glaze by like, it. Yeah, really sure, quick. okay, and then I just move on immediately. Whenever I'm wrong, you point that out. Oh every no, I gotta make you feel time. bad about it. It's how I make myself feel better, Charles. Uh, all right. So uh, they, they also have, the, have uh, yeah, the they can absorb radiation because like they eat it. So then the atomic breath, like their skin is resistant to it. Yeah. So that's why uh, they could take those breath attacks. They also have echolocation so they can track each other for movement and communicate over long distance. That's like a big part of the first half of the movie. I completely forgot about the echolocation. The male has flight, obviously, because he has wings. He can swim. And the female has much more physical strength and durability. Like the guy swam from the Philippines to Japan. That's Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that because they don't really point it out in the movie very much. But it does happen. That's like... Probably twelve to eighteen hundred yeah. miles. That's how he gets the sub. Yeah, yeah. He he's got to dive down and get the sub. The radioact the radio. Yeah, and the subs can go core. fairly deep. So yeah, that big boy. That boy can swim. Which also means they probably have decent sensory skills if he could detect a sub that far underwater. Yeah, I wonder if their echolocation helped them with the identifying. It ha- yeah, it's got to be kind of like a dolphin's where they can just read the location of yeah. things like that. Look at us. Yeah, because dolphins also do like the clicky noise for echolocation. And the Mudos also make a clicking noise. They're like dolphins. Oh, my God. They're bug dolphins. That's why they have smooth skin. Oh. <laughs> so, 
fun fact, I'm not I don't want to put her on blast, but my girlfriend really hates dolphins. Really? Yeah. I think you've actually mentioned this. Before. I definitely mentioned it on the the horror podcast I did with her like years ago, but like yeah, she really does not like dolphins because like Is it because they're bullies? Because they're bullies and they get a little sexual assaulty. Yeah. So she's like, no, fuck dolphins. Like, you know what? Yeah, fuck dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> like they're really intelligent. Um and then they have the hooky hooky claws. Yeah, like a like a mantis. We we discussed this really briefly before we started recording. But I don't think King Kong is able to beat these two ka- kaiju. I yeah, I, I think, think my argument there was he his only strategy would be just start breaking limbs. But with the bulkiness of that female's arms that might be difficult, especially with the flying one fucking with them. Like I don't think Kong has the durability to 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 take the damage they gave and shit, especially when they're tag teaming. Like, yeah, it, it might also matter if like their electromagnetic pulses slow down Kong, like it did Godzilla. I mean, if we're going by our theory of it would stop wildlife's heartbeat, it would maybe give him heart palpitations and slow down. I don't know. True. I mean, we know uh, we know Godzilla has like an atomic heart essentially, but Kong doesn't. So maybe that's why it affected Kong and not people. Yeah, I don't know. I'm if I. I mean, these mudos are basically seem like they're designed to deal with Godzilla's right. Species. Like they evolved to fight yeah. Godzilla. So if I had to guess, their pulse probably fucks with their species specifically, which is why people and other animals didn't uh, just drop. Taking away even like taking the EMP out of the fight, if it's just Kong versus the two mudos in a city, like it was Godzilla versus the two mudos, I don't think I don't think Kong does as well. What about with maybe the that's ads? my bias because I just really don't like Kong, but. Yeah, true. I don't like him very much either, but I think he might stand up a better fight than what you are giving him credit for, but I still don't think he... I guess it depends on who's right in the movie. Yeah, really, probably. But... I also still don't think he would come out on top. Yeah, and I mean, Godzilla got very little help from the humans. It was just them blowing up the, the yeah, eggs. like, the, the female got distracted for a few minutes. Yeah, which, like, was the turning point for Godzilla to take them on one at yeah, a time. He, because he needed to just get back up. But, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, no. Honestly, while he was on the ground getting pummeled, he could have just tail swiped the female in the face and got up then too. To yeah, be yeah. honest, or or tail swiped her to knock her down. Yeah, just too, swept the legs. The knees. Yeah, swept the knees. Yeah, so I th- I think the human interaction there was very minimal. It wouldn't have helped him. Right, and they didn't. He didn't oh. do it directly to help Godzilla. It was we need to blow up the eggs to yeah. save the planet. Yeah, so their goal wasn't to help him, but to prevent their extinction. Yeah, which is smart. And it just happened to help Godzilla yeah, just a little bit. Two birds on one stone. All right. Uh, so we talked about the abilities. Do you want to talk about like, like where they came up with the idea for the Muto and bullshit? So like the design wise, you're in a big yawn. That's a big yawn, Charles. Oh, that was a sorry. Big yawn. I did not get very much sleep last night. We were up till two playing Boulder's Gate. <laughs> you were up till two. Did I, you keep playing? I was up till like three thirty. You're still playing Boulder's Gate? No, I just couldn't fall asleep, and I was really annoyed by it. I just laid in bed till almost four in the morning, and I got up at like six thirty. Why'd you get up so early? I because I have to take the dog out in the morning. Just take it out at three in the morning before you went to bed. I I took him out a couple hours prior to that. All right, I'm not gonna tell you how to be a dog dad. Yeah, I mean, I, I took big. him. I took him out like before we got on, mm. which was around like ten. Right, we played for like th- two, three hours, four hours. Yeah, and... yeah. Boulder's Gate, get Boulder's Gate. It's really good. Yeah, you'll be up until two thirty in the morning, play with your friend. Yeah, because I got off of work at like nine thirty, got home at ten. Like, hey, Chuck, let's play. I'm like, it's late. So, and we hop on. 
It wasn't even that. I sent you a message. Do you want to play? You ignored it for an hour. Oh, yeah. So, so we got my, on at like 11, actually. I was playing my solo run, and then you <laughs> hopped in like, hey, I'm good to play if you want. I'm like, all right, sure. Yeah, fuck it. Late night game session. Next thing we know, it's fucking 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> I got to go to sleep. Yeah, you were like struggling to stay awake at Honestly, one point. even before you hopped on, I was like struggling to stay awake. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I might go to bed soon. But then he's like, oh, Boulders Gate with oh friends. I have it. to. Chuck's getting on. All right, I'll <laughs> fucking play Boulders Gate with Chuck. Yeah, if you said no, I just would have done my solo run for a couple hours before going to bed. I'm trying to make sure our run stays ahead of your solo run. So oh, you were way ahead. Because buddy. like I want I want to see all your fresh reactions. I've played the game all the way through once, one and a half times already. Fair Actually, hold on. How far am I in my solo run? I have no idea. I haven't seen your solo run. I... This is fascinating. No one wants to hear about this yeah. bullshit. All right, just turned into a bonus game. So the design of the Mudos, basically, they took the flying Mudo, they based it off like bat wings, and then like also the X wing from Star Wars, which is kind of cool. And they based the skin off of like rhinos and elephant skin and bullshit. Yeah, dark grayish, fleekish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then in our in our head cannon, also based it off of the bugs from Starship Troopers. Yeah, because Bam, that's our head. We cannon. know what things look like. We we noticed two similarities. <laughs> All right, let's get into like the goddamn appearance of the movies, or I guess the plot of the movie. Yeah, well, their their participation in the plot. We don't do the yeah. breakdown of the whole plot. Basically, so yeah, beginning of the movie, uh, a excavation uh, unearthed Dagon's corpse with a couple of uh, cocoons, cocoons in it. One of them's already busted open though, mm-hmm. and that was the male who went and attacked a power plant. And caused a meltdown. Uh, then much later in the timeline, because we get a bit of a time skip there. A lot the, of human interaction during that time. Yeah. The uh, Mudo went after it attacked the power plant the first time, cocooned itself to absorb all the radiation. It's now beginning to hatch. And when it does... The humans built a facility around it to, yeah. to enclose it. And we don't find out that it was Monarch until later on. Right. And that was our first interaction with Monarch. Yes. And then um, he kind of he wakes up, he breaks out of the containment thing they did, which seemed really basic for a kaiju containment cell. Also, the cocoon was weird. It was all like kind of weird and hooked. Yeah, I like when he hopped out. I'm like, how did that fit in that? Yeah, I don't know. His, I, I, I don't know. Maybe like maybe as I curled up into a ball, like animals and like eggs. Yeah, well, maybe it was like a a caterpillar to a, a butterfly. Like they literally turn into like liquid. Yeah, <laughs> like which is kind of crazy. So. Maybe he yeah. was liquid until he hardened. Yeah, maybe. But the humans try to like destroy it because they're like, "Fuck, it's about to come out." So yeah, they, they tried to like, fry it with electricity. Or yeah, something. but then it breaks out, and he was like, "No, bitch, I'm already, I'm already good." Yeah, my skin's hard. I'm ready. So yeah, we get the 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 attack on the nuclear plant part two. Yeah, I he guess. breaks out and then he just takes off. Yeah, or, actually, no, I don't think he flew. Did he fly at that point? He did. I'm oh, fuck, dude. I think he did. I don't remember. It's been a minute since we watched that one. He he either flew off or walked off. I think he walked off, but the military later on says we now have a ter- a flying monster to deal with. So I think maybe he just kind of jumped out and ran off. Sure. So basically, what he's got to do, he's got to find more radiation. Yeah, he starts hunting down sources of radiation for hence, the mama sister. Yeah, hence the sub. Yes. And uh, once the humans figure out that they're after radiation, they're like, well. Wasn't there a second pod? And that's and then uh, I think Monarch says, yeah, you guys dumped it where you put all your radioactive waste. And you're like, wait, what? Fuck? Shit. Yeah, they put it in the Cheyenne Mountain. Yeah, so they, they sent a... I don't know why they thought this was going to do anything, but they sent like a, just a salt foot soldier squad to just 
basic guns to go find this thing. And I'm like, hey, why are they being so... foot monster. Yeah. And they're like so it. super tactical. But I mean, I guess it's probably military protocol to be tactical at all times. I'm like, you guys know your guns aren't going to do anything to that, right? What is this, a kaiju for ants? Yeah. <laughs> like... Like, they're ants and shit. There's like, all right, here's I like fucking his Zoolander reference, by the way. Or whatever is going to do nothing. Yeah. They find its cell, but it's already woken up, busted out of the wall and everything. And it's making its way to, I think it was San Francisco. Going to San Francisco, but it also makes a pit stop through Vegas where it destroys like half of Vegas. Yeah. I think the final destination, yeah, the final destination was San Francisco, but it like walked through Vegas. Because it was like, because they had the, the the scene on the screen where all three were like, converging yeah so just kind of like a spot like us they probably weren't meeting to go they're like hey let's go to san francisco for the weekend and hang out you know it was probably just like hey i'm coming oh i'll, I'll meet you there and we'll meet and the meeting point just happening same and godzilla was following the mail yeah because he was trying to hunt him down yeah because there was a we saw a tiny fight in hawaii yeah because that's where uh the we saw mail, it on tv screens yeah the male mudo dragged the sub to hawaii and godzilla showed up at that point to try and deal with them Yes. So this movie plays peekaboo with Godzilla the whole time. We talked about that in our legendary episode. Yeah. Uh, which does lend it to the horror movie aspect of never showing too much of your monster, which is a rule in horror. So they do kind of like lead up to it and stuff. So, yeah, we see just the snippet of the fight there. And then again, it cuts away. More human interaction. So then we get them transporting more nuclear material on a train yeah i think the point there was to lure them out and then detonate it and it just kill kill them all with the sheer force of the blast rather than the radiation yeah or they didn't want to detonate that in the woods they were gonna they were luring it to somewhere to detonate it later but it wasn't to detonate yeah. it in the woods they definitely didn't want to detonate it in a populated area or somewhere where it was gonna make it yeah also which is crazy though because like historically like oh america wouldn't want to detonate it on their own planet on their own country we have like New Mexico has been bombed to shit like crazy for testing. Yeah. Like it's nuts. Like if you saw like where in the world nukes have been tested and dropped, like America's like number one or number two where we've nuked shit. It is all like in the desert, but it's, it's crazy fascinating. Yeah. Anyways. So they're transporting the material on a train and we get like, this is kind of a really high tense fun scene. Yeah. I think this is the most horror based scene other than the final fight. Yeah. Scene. It's, it's humans versus monster. Cause the monster wants the material. Yeah, the flaming train was a nice touch. Yeah. It, it's cool. Like, and then the soldiers are like hiding on the fucking bridge and shit. And you see it walk over them and it has all the belly full of glowing eggs and stuff. Yeah. Like it's a really cool scene. Eventually it does get the material, right? It's yeah. Well, uh, it, there were two nukes on that train. It took one of them, and they were a the humans were able to salvage the other one. Mm -hmm. So, but then uh, as they're transporting the other one where they want to lure the monsters to, the male Mudo steals it. So now the Mudos have both those nukes, and apparently that was enough energy for the female to feel comfortable with starting to make a nest and lay the eggs, where they also put the nukes. But then there was the whole luring out to sea with another nuke. No, that was... um. They wanted to go recover the second nuke that the male stole, put it in a oh, boat. Oh, right. Yeah, they, they took it and put it on the boat. Yeah, they took it, put it in the boat so they could get it out to sea so it didn't go off in city. It was kind of a funny, weirdly humanizing moment when, like, the male Muto did bring the female Muto the nuke. And they, they handed it to each other with, with the mouth. And then she grabs it with her hands and put it next to her belly with all the eggs. And it's like... That's like oddly humanizing because, like, when a human's pregnant, like, oh, touch the belly, like, oh, yeah. put his headphones on, weird. let listen, let the kid listen to Mozart or whatever. It's like, oh, here, little baby, here's the nuclear component's gonna help you grow <laughs> big and strong. It's like this is oddly humanizing. 
Yeah, just to give some depth to the Mudos, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, make them sound, make them look more like intelligent social creatures. Yeah, but even though for the most part they are instinctual animal monsters. Yeah. Um, except that one humanizing moment. So, uh, Mama lays eggs in underground, right? It's they in, kind of punch a hole into the ground. It's in like a subway system, right? I think, yeah, they punched into a subway system. Something like that, but it's underground, and the humans are like... I mean, it's San Francisco. Anywhere you dig, you're going to make a big-ass hole. Right, well, because it's all hills. Yeah. Um. So the humans are like, not today. So then we get the really cool scene where the humans jump from the fucking plane. Yeah, the halo jump. Yeah, and like there's like fighting there with the kaiju there, and they're like kind of like trying to dodge and shit. Great scene. That's my favorite scene of the whole movie. Yeah, that's um, really scary to jump into a city from that, well, doing just, that, like, that way. The sound, the ambiance, the the flashes of the fight, the them not seeing through the clouds. The darkness the that was still somewhat visible. Yeah, the smoke trail. Like, that's a great-ass scene. That's such, like, people kind of shit on this movie a little bit. Uh, yeah, Going no, back and watching it retrospectively 10 years later, it's a great movie. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta appreciate what they were going for. Yeah, I mean, like, is it the best? No. Could they have done better for the first Godzilla movie in America? Yes. But it's not bad. It's not nearly as bad as, like... Not like people shit on it, but they definitely kind of look down on it a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Because, like, King of the Monsters is, like, fan service up the wazoo. Yeah, like, going from that to King of the Monsters is a huge leap in betterness. But this is, this is a good movie. This is my second favorite MonsterVerse movie, hands yeah. down. Um, yeah, I probably mine, too. I I wasn't that big of a fan of the Kong vs. Godzilla neither movie. Neither of us were. Because then, it felt like more of a Kong I'm a little more excited for the new one coming out in a month or two, but I, I still don't think that's going to beat this movie. 14. No, it's still, the, even the new one still sounds like it's going to be more of a Kong movie. Yeah. Well, because he's got the fucking Doomfist glove. Yeah. <laughs> like, you saw the trailer, yeah. right? Yeah, because the humans are all about helping out Kong, and they're like, oh, well, Godzilla can take a backseat. And now, Godzilla's there, too! Yeah, like, Godzilla's like your your main defender here. Like, right. he's got to be the star. Yeah, well, it's it's also you're paying for the trademark from Toho. Yeah, like how Why you not gonna make not him the fucking star? That, yeah, like you already have the you own the trademark for Godzilla for, for King Kong. You're renting the trademark for Godzilla. Make it his fucking movie. You know, yeah. You're Let's for not it. piss off Toho and make it sound like a waste. Like, of no, that. I don't think to- Toho probably has a lot of say on like how he's portrayed in the movie. Yeah, probably. Like. like, don't make him look weak. Right. You know, it's like a wrestling booker. Like, gotta I mean, make Roman Reigns look strong. You yeah, know, you actually have to work to make Godzilla look weak, though. Like, but he, it's not, it's, it's, it's gotta be hard to make him look weak. Because I mean, you could do it. After they blew a hole through the center of the earth with him, I think it's a little impossible now. That is, yeah, it's a strong, it makes him look really strong. But then also they made Kong look like he could take him in a fight almost. Yeah, they did. Which is confusing. <laughs> so then our head can, is like, oh, he's tired from blowing a hole. He was tired from blowing a hole in the center of the earth. And That's all why over the... King Kong had a shot. Yeah, running tired. all over the place and just blew away half his energy in one blast. All right, let's finish this movie. Um, so that we get the the final fight. Finally, I mean, there's again hints of the fight. We don't get to see it because the humans are running under shelter. Yeah, so it teases the fight a lot. And the final fight is like five minutes, which is a little short, but it's really good. Yeah. So it's the tag team fight. 1v1 Godzilla has an obvious advantage. They're just not able to hang. They don't have the, the long-range yeah, capabilities. Yeah, he's got the size and strength on both of them. Yeah, but the EMP does slow him down considerably. Yeah. Even his atomic breath is like not even at half power. Right, because as we discussed, it takes the, the electromagnetic pulse yeah. whatever to like... It takes electricity to start the bio... Yeah, his bioelectric trigger needs to be able to... Yeah, bioelectric MacGuffin, whatever, to make it go boof. Uh, so... 
he's able to kind of well, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So the fight, basically, what I remember most of the fight is when the male kaiju, like, grabs Godzilla and, like, drags him, like, 100 yards, 200 yards. And, like, oh, shit, he's, he's got some strength to him. Yeah, a little bit. And then the scene when Godzilla is, like, pushing the Fimamuto between the two buildings and the Muto's, like, trying to grab on and stay up. <laughs> yeah. And she still gets crushed. Um, so that happens first. Then the male Muto, like, drags Godzilla yeah. away so he doesn't crush yeah, her. He, like, throws her through the buildings, knocks her down. He's about to stomp on her. And the male Muto just kind of drags him off before yeah. he can. So, like, that's a good little choreographed section of the fight. Yeah. Uh, and then they kind of get the advantage and, like, get Godzilla down. They're stomping on Godzilla. And the male Muto is, like, flying up and jumping down yeah, onto just him. just jumping pile drivers. Which is like, hey, that's 15,000 tons. That's going to hurt. Yeah. And so, like their their claws are sharp enough yeah, to like and they're poke biting him. at his neck and shit. Yeah, they're poking him and they're biting him. They're drawing blood. Yeah, so I mean it's looking rough for Godzilla, but I think if the humans didn't intervene like they did, because here's where they light the eggs on fire yeah. and they turn away and look at the eggs, gives Godzilla a chance. I don't. I think even if they didn't do that, I think Godzilla still turns that fight around. Yeah, like I said earlier, he I think just one tail snap on the female would have knocked her off balance enough for him to like shove yeah. her away and get up. Or if he was able to get a blast off because it still did he does finally blast yeah the, it's not like he can't do the atomic breath it's just nowhere near as powerful yet. as it should be also he hasn't yet at that point yeah so i think if he's able to get it off even while laying down it's enough to stagger in the back he could have got back on his feet yeah you know like would have freaked out the flying when he would have backed off while the female would have been the one that most likely got blasted and knocked back by it yeah so then it's a 1v1. We get the we do get the Akana Katana blast scene where it hits the female and she's like, what the fuck? But it is a weaker blast. Yeah. Um, but then like, it looks more like a flame than a beam. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Um, but then we get the death scene for the male. Yeah. Which is he, a cool uh, death scene. The female like goes off after the male distracts Godzilla again to kill the humans who blew up her babies, but she's hell bent on that. Hell yeah. Uh so the male does a Kind of oh, yeah. tries to mess around with him a little bit, and then uh, Godzilla kind of grabs him and throws him. No, he tail whips him. He... I'm getting to that. Oh, well, fine. Fuck me. Godzilla grabs him and throws him with his mouth, but he recovers midair, and then does a big loop around to come in for a second flyby, and Godzilla's like, I'm tired of your shit. Waits for the moment for he's him to fly next to a building and just tail snaps him into the building, and the building spears him. Which is cool. Yeah, that was a. I was like, damn, cool that's a cool kill. That's a cool kill. I felt bad for the Muto, though, because he was like, Ugh. the light goes off. Yeah, the light goes off. You get to see the light go off. I'm like, oh, poor and guy. And then Godzilla takes a second to, like, all right, one down. Gotta catch my breath. Oh, no, fucking building. <laughs> yeah, the, t- the building he tail snapped him into, like, becomes unstable and just falls on him. He just falls to the ground, covered by the building. Yeah, it's like, oh, womp womp. <laughs> so like, then like, we get the humans and female Muto, because the humans get the bomb on the ship and they're like we're gonna take it out to sea yeah and then the female catches up to them and just starts th- smacking them around destroy yeah just wrecks some humans then comes yeah. up on the boat and like does the face-to-face look at with uh yeah the, the, soldier uh, the, boy. the main human from the human side of the right. story uh i don't then, remember his name his real name is like aaron something he was in he was he played quicksilver that's all I remember. Really? From. That's who that was? Yeah, Quicksilver from the Avengers movie, not from the X-Men movie, the Avengers movies. He was also Kick-Ass from the Kick-Ass movies. Oh my god. You didn't know that? No. Charles. Oh my, he looks so different in the Godzilla movie. Holy shit. Yeah, I have, I don't think I've seen him in anything since then, for, since the Godzilla movie. Maybe Avengers came out after, I don't know, but. Uh, did, did it when? Also, his wife in this Godzilla movie is also who plays Wanda. 
So he plays. They play it husband. Oh and my wife, god, that is her. It's... And then they play husband and wife, but then also there's brother and sister. In the... oh, I don't want to think about that. You're no, welcome. you're welcome. Why you gotta ruin both movies? It's not ruined. It's just actors. It makes it actors weird. can play different roles. Fair, fair. It just sounds weird. They're different the characters, also. True. It just uh, sounds weird when you explain it. So then Godzilla grabs her before she can do anything to the boat. It just bites her on the neck, pulls her back, and then the best scene. I think this is the number one scene still in any, for me, any of the MonsterVerse movies. This still might be number one. Yeah, he um, once he pulls her back, he grabs her mouth and pulls it open and just gives her the kiss of death and just just beams that beams right down. Her head like, falls off. And you just hold onto the head while the body falls. And yeah, just kind of throws gives the off head. a roar, drops the body. Oh god, that's so good. I'm trying to think what other scene could beat that scene in the MonsterVerse. I know in the Kong vs. Zilla movie, the Mecha Ghidorah tried to do it to him. Like, he's trying to pry his mouth open to give him the Mecha Ghidorah trying to do it to him. Mecha Godzilla. There you go. Tried to do it to him. I don't think for me... All right, blowing the hole to the center of Earth is cool, but it's, like, over a long couple of scenes. Yeah. I'm trying to think of just, like, one iconic scene, and I think... Dude, burning Godzilla. See, that's number two for me. Hmm. That, that's number two for me. I, yeah, that's that's number one for me. Only because you see Mothra in Egypt, right? Which is cool. Maybe, maybe when Ghidorah does the the alpha roar and like Gigan or not? Geigen. Yeah, that visual looked pretty good. Rodan, Rodan comes in and bows. Also, like the storm with Ga- uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah, really cool. But I don't think those beat Kiss of Death for me personally. I don't know. I'll think about it. But I think mm. I think Kiss of Death is still number one for MonsterVerse for me. I think my favorite funny scene is when uh, Ghidorah f- uh, first comes out of his icy imprisonment in the north, and Godzilla shows up and tries to blast him with his beam, and Ghidorah's heads just dodge the beam <laughs> and then fire back with three of them. He's like, "Oh, we're doing this again, motherfucker!" Yeah, just like a bunch of like noodles just dodge a fucking laser. I'm like, that was fucking funny. Holy shit! <laughs> You know what? Maybe when maybe God, when King like Kong Godzilla should have aimed for the <laughs> when Kong flatlines. That might be my favorite. <laughs> so when he dies, when he dies, <laughs> no, but yeah, return the monkey. Fucking... <laughs> All right, everyone, that's been this fucking episode of Mudo. <laughs> Hope you liked it. Uh, this oh, I do the plugs. Here's the plugs, Charles. Check out my other podcast, guys. Or. Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. That's yeah, podcast. I want to totally listen to myself all the time. You do, buddy. Um, I like to hear myself talk, not that much. Lost Legends, Tales of Third, my D&D podcast. We're in season four. I'm playing an artificer kobold named Sam Berger. I'm just adorable little baby. Honestly, Charles, it's been wonderful being a side character and not the main character for three seasons. Big Boots had a good too long. Oh, my God, dude. I like having having to be the person to push the story along for three seasons <laughs> to now just I get to be the asshole that sidetracks us and wants <laughs> to talk about like bugs or lizards. It's one or how the rest of your family is named after burgers. I love it so much. It's so much fun being a side character. Uh, yeah, that's Lost Legends Tale of Thorn. Check out my dice. If you pay, play D&D, check out my dice store. Uh, check out my content making for the dice. Even at, if you don't play D&D, just buy some dice. At MangoBearResin.com. Appreciate it, Charles. They look very pretty. Thank you. Um, I got some, uh, I'll be making some new ones. I just got a new vinyl in, um, like a record vinyl, and I'm going to make dice to match the record vinyl. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I'm going to shatter the vinyl and put pieces no, in it. No, dude, I paid God, $40. Don't do that. I paid $40 for that vinyl. I'm not fucking just breaking it. Find an old one. Shatter that. I have old black ones, yeah, I guess, but 
No. Wait, they're not all still black? No. I don't buy vinyls. I don't know these things. I'll show you. It's, it's really cool. You'd like it. It's it's green. Green's your favorite color. Ooh. Emerald green, forest green, or light green? It's like a... Not a forest green. It's not a light green. It's in between forest and light. So it's just, just base green. I suppose. It's kind of like this LaCroix can right here. Sort of. Mm. Like a lemon green. I'll save my judgment for when I see it. It's literally right downstairs. I'll show you right after, we, uh, right after I hit done. Uh, we need to do the tier list for this motherfucker. Tier, tier list yeah, Mudo. Tier list Mudo. Low S, I think. High A, low S for me. M- Mudo Prime, probably mid S. Uh, considering that they're only good against Godzilla since they're built to fight him, I'm going to put them like mid A. Mid A? Yeah. All right. Put that against Mothra. I think they wreck Mothra. Against Rodan. They wreck Rodan. Against... I, not against... I don't know about wrecking Rodan. If oh, you... they wreck Rodan. I mean, if they, get him on the, if, if they get him on the ground, yeah, but they have no range thing to knock him out of the air. The male would have to take him down yeah. by himself, and then the female could help at that point. I bet that Electromatic... The, the EMP is going to fuck with him. I don't think it'd fuck with Rodan. Like, he's got, he's like got mag- has he's, electricity. He's got like, shit, magma man. blood, though. Don't. Uh, the only reason I think it fucks with Godzilla is because he's got electric. I just don't bio- like Rodan that much, so... Well, still. Godzilla's got bioelectric I I think body. Kong doesn't stand a chance. I, I... I think anyone who is primarily on the ground is probably going to struggle. But anyone who can fly and outdo... I think Mothra can stand a chance. I think anyone that can fly and outdo the male can take him out first and then just do aerial attacks on the female until she's subdued. What's Rodan going to do to hurt the, the female Mudo? What is Rodan going to do? He might struggle against the female. I think he could take down the male, but he's going to struggle once he has to fight the female. Yeah, so it's a 2v1. We discussed yeah, this but is he a 2v1 would, situation. He would fight them one at a time, though. He would at least I, take down mm, one. I'm giving I'm giving them A because if it, if they're fighting an aerial they're opponent... They're at least only, high A. Yeah, I'll, I'll give uh, fine. I'll give them high A. Like I said, high A, low S. Like they're not mid A. Like mid A. I, I can't. I can't put them in the S category. I'm sorry. I I can. They're, I, they're not strong enough. To at go least in. they're high A. At minimum, they would be high like, A. Because if you compare them to the other S ranks that we've put up there, like Ghidorah's gonna one shot both of them. Yeah, he's taking them both down immediately. Because well, we discussed like Ghidorah might be top top S tier. Yeah, like the the two at the highest top are probably Godzilla and Ghidorah. Yeah. But the fact that Godzilla is able to take these on two of two v one with their design to take on Godzilla, yeah, I think makes Godzilla look even stronger. A little bit, yeah. You know? And keep in mind, this was a weaker version of Godzilla at the time too. Mm-hmm. Like he's been much stronger since then. He'd probably clap them now. Probably, yeah. Clapping them cheeks. That's what that means. It means it means to clap them. It means to clap them cheeks. Yeah. You dirty boy. I don't add the cheek part. It sounds weird. <laughs> All right, that's been our episode. Thank you so much for listening, Charles. Why don't you lead us on out? All right, no problem. Thank you guys again for listening, and like always, we want you to remember to thank God for Godzilla.